We love spending this time with you. Thank you for listening. If you would like to take your listening experience to the next level, did you know there's a way to do that, Jabo? I do. Yep. You know how you do it. You go to the tjshow.com, you sign up for the TJ Show newsletter, and you get cool things dropped right into your inbox like the TJ Show's 10 shares. We pick 10 different things, everyone on the team does it, that we think you're going to love. It's not just about our show. This no. is about like stuff, music we're listening to, whatever it may be. And life stuff. That's just the tip of the iceberg. There's a whole lot more in there. Sign up at the tjshow.com. This is the TJ Show. Jaybo, you brought up your incredibly sweet nephew. Yeah, who, he's very kind. He's shopping for his siblings. Mm-hmm. Something that you said you shouldn't have to do. Yeah, something I did not do growing up. Well, you know, it is nice to be able to take a break from some shopping. But yes. uh, are you buying your sibling presents now? I am now, yes. Okay, now, see, that's good. You came around. That's yeah, nice. I grew up. And it sparked this memory of when I completely conned my brother over a Christmas present. There were things that I wanted. And I said, if you get me this, I'll get, I'll get you something really cool. But I didn't tell him what it was. And if you were listening a few moments ago, I sent him a voice note asking if he remembers. Hey, Mike, do you remember the year where I conned you and you got me an awesome present and I got you a terrible one? I'm not going to remind you of it. I just want to see if you remember it. Somebody tells me you will. Hit me back and I'm going to play it next on the show. Well, he just got right back to me. He remembered immediately. Um, <laughs> 1996, and I got you the VHS tapes of the movie Men in Black and Independence Day. I loved the movies when I was a kid. You're a huge Will Smith fan? Yeah, I was a very big Will Smith fan. Still am. And I said, Mike, yeah, you know what? Just use your piggy bank money. This was like almost all the money he had. Because back then, VHS tapes, I think they were like $25. They were up there. And this was like... In the 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's basically like, hey, you spend 50 to 60 bucks on me, and I'll get you something great. And you got me the cassette singles of TLC, Chasing Waterfalls, and Deep Blue Something, Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, wow. there was a local convenience shop that was selling single cassette tapes, and I bought, they were like three ninety nine each. And so I spent $8, he spent 50 plus, and uh, I win. Not even the entire album. No. Oh, singles. <laughs> oh my goodness. But wait, those are powerful songs. You remember them? Oh yeah. So I think I, from a cost perspective, I think mine was like quadruple the, the price of what you got me. But I actually really loved those cassette singles and I listened to them all the time. So uh, I enjoyed the gift just as much. So, um, but yeah, I definitely spent a lot more. So Leave it to TLC. He may Chasing actually, Waterfalls is a hit, man. He may have gotten the more valuable gift there. Maybe the joke's on me. Nah. Do I watch those movies anymore? Never. <laughs> but does everyone keep listening to Waterfalls? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> you being his big brother, I'm glad he's forgiving you now. Yeah, well, actually, I had to ask him for forgiveness. Really? About... about Nine years ago, like when my daughter was born, yeah. <laughs> some, somehow I realized I was horrible. You had some heartfelt moments, huh? It wasn't just that. It was about a list of 50 other things, too. And I just said, can we just put all that into one forgiveness? Will you forgive me? And, and now we're like best buds. I so, love that. That's you know, great. There's hope for you. If you're not getting along with your family members or you feel like, I, I can never get along with that person, trust me, if my brother and I have a redemption story, <laughs> you can have one, too. And I'm sure you've got people in your life, right? Oh, yeah. I got people in my life that I've, I've had to ask forgiveness for. Yeah. You were mean to people, j Yes, I was mean to people. My brother being one of them. Oh, wait. Tell me the worst thing you ever did to him. Worse than that? What I just did to Mike? I took a frying pan and threw it at him. Oh. 
Well, and there it is. She's <laughs> one of the most peaceful and kindest people and I, I know. And I didn't miss. You know, your, your origin story is, uh, you know, it's important to who you are yes, now. Yes, it is. It is. Because now you really know you shouldn't do that because you've seen what happens when exactly. you do it. Exactly. I don't do that anymore. You both Kenny, learned your lesson. Kenny, That's right. what about you? Any, uh, anyone you had to ask forgiveness? Yeah, my brother, my sister, plenty of people. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was me, too. Were you forgiven? Yeah, I'd say so. Uh-oh. We have a great relationship I was, too, thankfully. Yeah, me, too. Well, we, we've got the best siblings, right? That's right. I love our producer, Kenny. I really do. Jabo, you know that. I know you do. He's a friend, and I'm just looking out for the guy. He's in a relationship. And this is a rare thing, like in a re- relationship that's actually working. Mm-hmm, they've you've, been together for a minute. You've had some clunkers, right, over the years? Yeah, I have. I haven't had many long-term relationships. They all ended badly. And this one, so far, is going wonderfully. And so I overhear Kenny, oh, yeah, I'm shopping. I'm going to buy my girlfriend a ring. And I'm like, whoa, dude, that's awesome. You're going to do like a Christmas <laughs> Eve proposal? And he goes, oh, no, no, it's just a piece of jewelry. And I'm like, you can't do that. TJ, you can't you're even always pushing proposal on this man. No, but no, no. I'm. A, I was asking seriously. Like, oh, that's awesome. Because you would assume if you were getting a ring around the this time of year mm-hmm. as a gift, like that's a that's a proposal that's waiting to happen. That's when I got proposed to Christmas Eve. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong about this. You stay a million miles away from a ring as a gift unless it's an actual proposal, right? I mean, I have never proposed to someone. Uh, but my husband, Archie, the only jewelry he's given me as a gift were earrings and bracelets. Yeah. I didn't get a ring until my proposal. Right. Couldn't it be, even if it's a little bit confusing at first, you open that box, your first thought has to be engaged. Oh, no, it's not. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's sad. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's sad. Yeah. Okay. So there's one. Because it makes a really <laughs> awkward conversation. You're just like, uh, so you could have just waited to get me a ring ring. Right. It's a bad move. Now, camera guy Josh is shaking his head yes, and I think your head's about to fall off your neck. What? Please help this man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's like watching a Hallmark movie when the couple's walking down the street and the guy gets down on one knee just to tie his shoe, you know, and the girl just <laughs> completely loses it. No. I've only bought one girl one ring in my entire life. You know, you stay far away, Kenny. Yeah, like this is not even just a this time of year rule. This is you never buy a ring as a gift unless you're ready to go for it, which you're not. <laughs> then how do people get rings? I mean, <laughs> they buy it for themselves, Kenny. If you want or a their ring. mom buys it for them or their yeah, dad. Exactly, Jay, but you buy your own ring. Come on, why do we have to generalize and and Put ourselves in boxes. I want to buy Allison a clotter ring, which is an Irish ring that does symbolize love, but it doesn't symbolize engagement or marriage. Why bother? Like, what are you doing? Because I'm a proud Irishman, and That's I think fine. that this is a nice gesture that will show my girlfriend that I love her very much. Also, depending on which direction you wear the clotter ring, it shows the world that her heart is taken by me. So now, it's an engagement ring without the engagement. No, it's it's not an engagement <laughs> ring. Now you have mentioned that you do see a long future with your girlfriend yes, Alice and Kenny. Hope. So why not just eventually get her the proposal, the ring, right, and then get the other ring that you just mentioned later right. once you're married. That's the right order because the collada ring becomes obsolete once you get the engagement ring. It'd be pointless to wear a collada ring once you have an engagement ring. No, or it's wedding not. Ring. I think so. Get her a collada necklace. 
Get a get her a coffee colada. Do anything. <laughs> a coffee colada? That sounds kind of good, though. That's not how you spell it. Okay. Well, I'm I'm just putting this warning out there because I love you, TJ. I know my girlfriend Allison. I don't think that she's going to take this the wrong way. Call her right now if you don't believe me. Do you want me to call her? Why not? Oh, dial her up. Let's go. <laughs> What's that number? Wait, you think I should be the one to bring this up? You don't believe me. I. You think that this is for certain going to send the wrong message? Give me your phone number. You don't want to bring it up? I'll call her. I'm call certain her. that it won't. Pass the number over. We'll call Kenny's girlfriend yeah. in a few moments. We're not scared. Right here. Well, I don't, I don't know about you. I'm but, not scared. Okay. <laughs> uh, in a few moments here on the TJ Show. This edition of the TJ Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. J-Bo, do you ever find yourself wishing you had more time? Oh, yes. Every day. All of us do. But if we got that time, what would we do with it? What would you do with it? Probably waste it. <laughs> well, it's important that if we're going to have extra time, we got to figure out what do we do with it? How do we prioritize our schedules and our lives? One of the ways to do that is talking to someone who has so much wisdom, a therapist, is one of the greatest gifts I think any of us could get. Someone we can trust, someone who's a vault, someone who has so much wisdom about how our brains work and how we can get more disciplined. Try it. If you've ever even considered it, go to betterhelp.com slash TJ. You fill out a questionnaire, you get linked up with a licensed therapist. If for some reason it's not a fit, you can switch therapists anytime with no additional fee. They just want you to be with the right fit. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash TJ today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TJ. Listen, we get it. You're busy. You got work to do, kids to take care of. Got to get to the gym at some point. And make sure you're drinking enough water and figuring out what's for dinner is a whole nother project. Yeah, point is, you're busy. You don't have time for 10 minutes of commercials or scripted dating segments on your morning commute. That's why we created The Morning Show Podcast. I'm Carla Marie. My name is Anthony, and The Morning Show Podcast is a daily podcast aimed at keeping you informed and entertained in under 25 minutes. We kick off every show with the core four. It's the four biggest news stories that you should probably be aware of. And then we continue on with music games, pop culture news. And of course, what's trending, the thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. Yeah, it's my favorite. You can get the Morning Show podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your shows. This is the TJ Show. Just a few moments ago, we were talking with our producer, Kenny, and I just love the guy. He's a friend. He's been a friend for a long time. I think the world of him. And I'm happy that he's in a relationship and he's happy. And I really like his girlfriend, Allison. And I just want him to go for the, you know, the full marathon. He was doing some shopping for her. And he's like, oh, I'm picking out a ring for Allison. And I was like, whoa, this is big news. Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, no, it's not that kind of ring. Not an engagement ring. Just a, just a ring. I'm like, dude, you can't mix the two. You can't be giving rings as gifts. It's, it's really uh, shaky territory. Ugh. and y- It's misleading. You don't want to open the box and then she like thinks for a second you're proposing and then you're not. It's just everyone agrees. You're playing by these societal rules that I refuse to play by. So you're a rebel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, you're so confident that you said, no, call my girlfriend right now, that you know her well enough that you know that she'll be fine with all this. Right. She's not going to take it the wrong way. Kenny's girlfriend, Allison, are you there? Hi, TJ. I'm here. Now, have you heard anything <laughs> like uh, on the radio or anything? I might have heard a thing or two. Since it's all out there, and now I guess you're in the loop, mm-hmm. which I, th- I guess is a good thing. I mean, how are you feeling 
as any, like if it was one of your girlfriends, would you recommend that the boyfriend buys her a ring around this time, year or ever, for that matter? Uh, you know, I think it depends on the relationship. I think in Kenny and my case, it's a very thoughtful gift. I don't think that it's, you know, maybe when you're saying shopping for a ring, I wouldn't use that phrase exactly to, to tell me about it. Um, it's a very diplomatic but, answer, you know. Allison. <laughs> very but, diplomatic. But I do think Kenny and I are both very Irish. I wear a Celtic knot ring every day, and clatter rings are symbols of love and friendship and loyalty. So I think it's a very thoughtful gift for Christmas time. So I'm doing the jig, Allison. No, you can't see me. <laughs> let me turn that off. Um, are you doing okay, Allison? Like, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> I'm feeling great. Okay. Are Are you even just a like what, your disappointment meter? Give me a number from one to ten. Uh, uh, well, one. <laughs> one. One being like <laughs> you're your disappointed? A little bit. She's a little bit disappointed. Wait, you said one, one to zero. Sorry. One is the lowest you can go. <laughs> well, so it, one you, through ten. You could choose you? to not turn the meter on, mm. but she turned the meter on. <laughs> so it took a reading, and now it's too late. Um, so, Allison, you know, I'm rooting for you both. And it was a reason why, I mean, you weren't even supposed to hear about this, but we probably shouldn't have brought it up on the radio. I mean, spoiler alert, you're getting a ring <laughs> for yeah. Christmas. Well, yeah, now I, now we ruined a gift. But not a proposal ring, by the way, just a friendship ring. That means loyalty. <laughs> yeah, and you don't have to hold your breath or anything. Like, now you know what it is, right? Everything's safe. <laughs> I mean, I do appreciate the heads up. Right. So there, there's a thing here. I'm not, like, totally right. pulling this out of the sky. I just hope that, you know, like, Kenny doesn't accidentally, like, bend over accidentally, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when I'm opening the Allison, gift. you are thinking about the fact that it is kind of weird to get a ring instead of a proposal ring. Well, that's not all she's getting. Well, we're not focusing on that, though. We're focusing on the fact you're giving her a ring for Christmas. All right. Well, happy holidays. <laughs> uh, we, you have a nice time by the tree. And, and look, now you're prepared. And, and you know what? Who knows what's going to come in the future? You just, we, none of us know. Very true. All right, Allison, have a, have a great one. We'll talk soon. All right, thank you. Have a great day, guys. Bye, All Allison. Right, bye. Bye. Love you. There you go. I do appreciate this opportunity, but I plan to give her the ring in a way that would be yeah. as not misleading as possible. Listen, you're welcome. I'm here for you. <laughs> Thanks, TJ. I'm your pal. My I'm, best buddy, TJ. Yeah, that's right. I'm looking out for you guys. Fascinating story here. There's a high school math and science teacher named Shannon, and she shared her story with a journalist. She's from Ireland. And she claimed that she had a crisis over her job when she realized how much the AI bot software ChatGPT could do. This is that artificial intelligence we've been hearing all about now for yeah. months and months. It can write books. There are even books available to purchase on Amazon that have been written by this software. Someone had the brilliant idea to say, hey, write a book. And then people are buying these books. I mean, I don't understand it. But in the case of this teacher's world... It can write full lesson plans and workbooks. So she said she started to feel insignificant, like she had no place in her field any longer, hence the crisis. Well, what do I do? Right, yeah. There's just a She's computer afraid. that can do my job. And this is an interesting byproduct of some of these AI bot advancements, and we're seeing this more and more. These AI bots are getting really good, very advanced, and they're also not human. 
So I think it's really important to pay attention to these feelings. And I think this line was so telling that this teacher said she started to feel insignificant. Now, this is a human being, just like you, just like me and Kenny. This is someone who had these very real feelings of feeling like she was worthless. And it was because of using this chat GPT, this AI bot, however you want to define it. And so I think there's a really big risk that we all need to be so aware of as computers are coming out and the technology keeps getting better. There's a risk of getting isolated and becoming a victim of that mentality. Right. That we don't matter. Yeah, she probably felt like she was losing her purpose or her identity because of what she does, which is teach children math and science. Now there's this bot that's able to do it. And she probably felt like she was going to be replaced. It's a scary thought. And I think the big danger is when we start to believe it. We allow these lies to seep into our brain and we go, oh, well, maybe that's true. But it's not true. It's not. It's not true at all. You and I were created for a purpose and for a reason. You know, there's something that we're called to do in this lifetime, whether it be with our skills or our gifts or our families. And AI bots can't do those things. They don't have a purpose necessarily. And so this teacher eventually came to realize that ChatGPT is just a tool. That's what it is. And she's using it to her advantage now as a tool. She's using it to help write up lesson plans and checking over work that it spits out because, believe it or not, the computer is actually not perfect. No, so it's not. She, as a human, has to review what the computer does. And she says it now saves her time and she's actually embracing it. So she can put in an idea of what she wants to do with her lesson plan or how she wants to teach her kids. It'll spit something out and she'll go, all right, let me review this. And it's a jumping off point and you could debate whether or not that's good or bad, but she's finding it useful now. And she realizes that she is indeed significant and that she's bringing something to the classroom that these computers just cannot do. Do you ever feel insignificant, j Oh yeah, I do. I feel insignificant. When? Man, I mean, even in group gatherings sometimes, I may feel that way. And I have to remind myself, like, no, the things I have to say, what I bring to the table, all those things are impactful and they serve a purpose. And so it's a it's an everyday battle for me. I have to talk to myself every day to remind myself that I have significance. Yeah, and that's not even with computers in the room. No. That's just your friends <laughs> that's are making my you friends. feel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's really easy to believe that, that we just don't matter and it's not the truth. It couldn't be further from the truth. And I think we have to always remember, especially now, whatever the level of, of our connection to computers, we will always have significance. And even if it becomes really hard to believe that, get around people who know it to be true and that distortion will just disappear. People who will remind you of your significance. This is the TJ Show. This edition of the TJ Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. J-Bo, do you ever find yourself wishing you had more time? Oh, yes. Every day. All of us do. But if we got that time, what would we do with it? What would you do with it? Probably waste it. <laughs> well, it's important that if we're going to have extra time, we've got to figure out what do we do with it? How do we prioritize our schedules and our lives? One of the ways to do that is talking to someone who has so much wisdom, a therapist, is one of the greatest gifts I think any of us could get. Someone we can trust, someone who's a vault, someone who has so much wisdom about how our brains work and how we can get more disciplined. Try it. If you've ever even considered it, go to betterhelp.com slash TJ. You fill out a questionnaire, you get linked up with a licensed therapist. If for some reason it's not a fit, you can switch therapists anytime with no additional fee. They just want you to be with the right fit. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash TJ today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash TJ. 
I'm food journalist Mary Beth Albright, and I study how food affects emotions and how emotions affect our food choices. It's cutting-edge science I brought to my readers at The Washington Post and National Geographic. And now it's coming to you every week in my new podcast, Eat. You'll feel better. All about how food affects emotions and how your emotions affect what you eat. Eat, You'll Feel Better turns decades of research into one practical, actionable thing you can do every week to enhance your food mood connection. I've dug deep into big questions like, does intergenerational trauma affect our food choices? Are ultra-processed foods affecting my emotions? And the seemingly small questions like, why do holiday cookies just taste better? We'll hear from chefs and researchers and food developers and flavorists about the food mood connection. A new episode lands every Wednesday, the first one on November 15th, just in time for that food and mental health marathon known as the holidays. Eat. You'll feel better. Get it wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the TJ Show. J-Bo loves to communicate through the Marco Polo app. Yep. Which is something I haven't downloaded yet. We still talk in person. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not there anymore. We still have uh, phone conversations. Uh, those are tough. Yeah, and uh, we even text message. But Oh, yeah, that's easy. Marco that. Polo is like a video text message. You send a little message. Like I could say, hi, J-Bo, and you can respond and say, what's up? And we keep seeing each yep. other. And this is the way you often communicate with your mom. Right. And so you wanted to send her a message the other day. And we love your mom. Me too. I love her too. Your mom's amazing. Mom, did I tell you that the other day I had a napsident? So you send her that you had a napsident. Right. Uh, and she responded. What'd you say? <laughs> which is what I want to say, J-Bo, a, a napsident. What is a napsident? It's when you accidentally take a nap. A napsident. Oh, so you weren't planning a nap. No. But it just kind of found you. It and just then... found me and I embraced it. Oh, okay. So you wanted to let your mama know. She right. should know about this. I said I had a napsident. Like you, so you said it's slow. How to break it down? Yeah, just in case. What that means? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Oh, I passed out for like seven hours. I lay down, take a nap, and I accidentally passed out for like seven hours. But I passed out on the air mattress that you were sleeping on. Oh yeah, because your parents were visiting recently. Yeah, they were. And you set them up with an air mattress. You very kindly offered them your own bed. I did, and they told me no. They said, no, we'll take the air mattress. It's fine. I offered like 800 times. I said, okay. Yeah, Jabo, I feel you on that. I often, I almost every time offer my parents my bed, and they go, nah, and I go, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they wind up sleeping on air mattresses. When you came to visit, and you said that thing was comfy. That thing is firm. It's like sleeping on a park bench. No, I want to know, why didn't you... Were you just testing the air mattress to see what their experience was like? How did you wind up getting onto the air mattress? Well, the air mattress is still inflated. I haven't <laughs> deflated it yet. Well, they're annoying to deflate. Right. You got a long list of things to do. And I just like sat on it and I was like, oh, I wonder how this felt when they were laying here. And I like leaned back and... Really? That easy? And just, I was exhausted. Whoa. That is an accident. That yeah. was not planned. <laughs> not. I'm sorry that you had that. You said it was a comfy sleep. When I asked you, did you sleep well last night? Is the air mattress okay? And you're like, yeah, it's good, it's good. Why'd you lie? Oh, yeah, it's a good question, right? I want the y truth. You found it uncomfortable. Right. Yet you passed out on it. Meh. Seven-hour nap. Wow, that's a that's a full sleep. Yep. It's a full night of sleep, actually. That's one uh, nap sedent for sure. I didn't lie. It was good to me. 
I didn't feel like it was hard. Let me tell you something. One of the hotels we stayed in, the mattress was so hard that when you sat up on the bed, it would literally throw you to the floor. That's how hard it was. <laughs> that is an aggressive mattress. Get off of here. So that air mattress was just right. It didn't throw me to the floor. I mean, I slept, I slept fine on it. You passed out for seven hours and you're saying that it's hard. It must have been good when you passed out for seven hours. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like actually a commercial for the greatest oh, air mattress man. of all time. Uh, I mean, maybe I should maybe I should let them know. Yeah, that you, you, know? you were just testing it out of pure curiosity. It. And you slept for seven hours on it. Yes. That, that sounds like an endorsement. Can you tell me what brand is it? I don't even remember. I'll have to find yeah, out. Please I'll let look you know. That up. You can't just keep that all to yourself. It's a good the, sleep. This was like, you know how when uh, scientists that discover something that changes the world? Yes. And, and it happens by accident? I think that's what you were doing. Just say you were in your laboratory and you wanted to test it out. I'm a scientist then, you know? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> White coat me. Scientist Jabo, very well done. You found an actual comfortable <laughs> air mattress. 